Super Talk Mississippi media production. Mississippi State Notre Dame, that's the Super Regional matchup in Starkville this weekend. Patrick Engel joins us now on the Welcome Home Beef Hotline. Uh, he covers Notre Dame for Blue and Gold Illustrated. Patrick, you know, Notre Dame was a team everybody thought was going to be a national seed a week ago, and, and that was sort of where everybody was leaning. And, of course, the, the seeding comes out and that doesn't happen. And then Notre Dame just goes and absolutely dominates their regional. 50-5 to five was the combined score. You know, I, I don't want to, you know, make it sound evil or anything, but just how angry was this Notre Dame team? Did they take it personally? Did they feel snubbed by not getting a national seed? Absolutely, and you heard them all weekend really lean into that bit of wanting to be a top-eight seed and feeling that they should have been one and, and feeling like, you know, had they won their regional, uh, they would have gotten to, to host a super regional. And I, I think it's a combination of that and a surprising early exit from the ACC tournament. They lost 14-1 to to Virginia and Poplay, just a pretty uncharacteristic, bizarre result for a team that was the top seed in that tournament and, and certainly wanted to put uh, a tournament title on its resume heading into the, uh, uh, the NCAA tournament here. So just kind of a combination of that of, you know, we saw I think both Baseball America and D1 Baseball, their final uh, tournament projection fields had them at that top eight seed. Uh, and you just watching the selection show unfold, there was, you know, some surprise immediately there uh, of, you know, huh, not uh, necessarily uh, a top eight seed there. And, yeah, I know it's kind of a common thing of, you know, cliche, frequent refrain of, we're mad and, you know, we wanted it more and, and whatnot, but they've really gone out of their way to yeah, lean into this, like I said, more so than, you know, the average time or average team that you hear kind of, you know, recite that line or, or fall back on that little narrative. And you and you really see it show up in, in how they played and how they played this past weekend. Was that as good as they were capable of playing, or is there another level? I mean, I know 50-5, to five, I, I get that, but just overall, pitching, hitting, defense, is that as good as you've seen that team play all year? I think it's going to be hard to find a better three-game stretch when you look back uh, just at the, at the regular season and you know certainly better than what you think they'd be capable of doing or, or dominating a, at, at this point going forward considering you're facing other national seeds and other top ten teams from here on out if, if they keep winning. But, yeah, and it wasn't just, uh, you know, the the hitting. I know the 50-5 to five that, that pops out. But a really good weekend from their starters who uh, combined to throw 24 innings, only four earned runs allowed, and there are four runs total, I believe. I think one of them was unearned. Uh, a good bounce back for... You know, their main Friday starter all year and their ace, John Michael Bertrand, who was the pitcher in that uh, bizarre 14-1 to loss that didn't get out of the second inning. And very much a you know, non-pressure, little uh, pressure environment for those guys, pitching with a big lead for most of those uh, innings that they threw. Just kind of allowed them to, to do what they do best, and that's pitch to contact, get weak contact, and let a defense that entered the NCAA tournament tied for the best dealing percentage in the country back them up and, and help get through innings quickly. It really is that defense. When you look at the, the stats, that's, that's very impressive. I'm looking at the stats right now. Obviously, the name that stands out is Nico Cavadas, uh, 309 hitter, 21 home runs, 62 RBI. He's uh, slugging, if I did my math right, a crisp, or not uh, slugging, his OPS, a crisp 
1.261. If you don't know what OPS is, just take my word for it. That's really, really good. Obviously, he's the guy to watch. If State is going to try to pitch around him and play the don't-let-him-beat-you game, who are the other bats that you feel could step up and, and become uh, a big player this weekend? Yeah, I think you look at uh, Ryan Cole. Uh, he's been hitting in that, that two-hole, uh, I believe it was. Uh, yeah, uh, the two-hole, all three games. Uh, he's uh, he's their left fielder, uh, hitting three twenty-six, coming off of this weekend, a five sixty slug himself. Uh, he popped three homers this past weekend. Uh, High-contact guy, uh, not going to strike out too much, uh, has some speed. Uh, so you, I think you pay attention there for, and he's been a pretty good table setter for for Cavadas and who actually his first two games of the weekend hit sixth and then got bumped up to uh, to fourth in, in the final. But yeah, I, I think you pay attention to him. Uh, Lead off hitter uh, Spencer Myers, kind of a, a top of the order catalyst, uh, has a lot of speed there. He's their everyday center fielder, kind of one of those guys who you always want to be alert on for dropping a bunt down for a base hit, which you know the the teams. Overall, a pretty good bunting team. 15 steals to, uh, to lead the team. It's not going to hit for uh, a ton of power, but uh, a steady, another high-contact bat uh, at the top of the order. So uh, those two, really, uh, I think you look at. But I guess I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Carter Putz. He's the DH, kind of hitting in the middle of the order there. He hit a couple of home runs this past weekend, coming in with a 307 average and a 500 slug. So he... Uh, a little bit, and you, know, you saw him. Uh, he had grand slam and in, uh, in Sunday's game that kind of you know, broke it open per se. And after what was, even though it was a fourteen to two final against Central Michigan to win the regional, uh, a little bit of a low scoring affair for the first four innings. So even even without uh, Cavadas, they've you know, they have some some guys who can get on base and, and string hits together there at the top of the lineup. As impressive as getting 50 runs in three games is, it might be more impressive in college baseball in a regional format to only give up five runs total. The Notre Dame pitching staff did a fantastic job uh, this past weekend. How does their rotation set up uh, for for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday? Uh, I think you're going to see John Michael Bertrand, uh, the regular Friday starter in the regular season, uh, take the mound on on Saturday. Uh, Neither he nor the other two guys are these big – Blow up by you, throwing mid nineties, striking out, you know, well over a batter per inning type of pitchers. But uh, they've been pretty successful all year with with getting weak contact, uh, being able to work deep into games, and uh, I think you saw that really with all three of them. John Michael Bertrand being uh, the starter in the, the regional opener, and presumably uh, is going to get the ball for the, the Saturday game against uh, Mississippi State. Then I think you're going to see Will Mercer uh, coming up there uh, as the number two, and then Aiden Tyrell. Uh, probably starting that third game if it does get to that point. Yet again, none of them uh, striking out uh, really that close to a uh, a batter per per inning. In fact, well under it. But John Michael Bertrand, despite all that, you know, batter's only hitting two thirty three against them this year. Uh, again, keeps the ball in the yard, uh, avoids you know a lot of hard contact. Three complete games this year. Someone who's been pretty reliable getting six, seven innings per start for them. It's going to be an interesting matchup there because Mississippi State is a team that doesn't strike out a lot. So you got a team that doesn't strike the batters out versus a team that doesn't strike out anyway. So, yeah, it should, should be a very interesting matchup. Mississippi State, you know, 
not trying to toot anybody's horn down here, but obviously Duty Noble Field has a reputation as one of the, the, the best places to watch college baseball. What kind of fan support should Notre Dame be expecting this weekend? Are, are, are Irish fans planning to make this trip? You know, I, I think enough of them have uh, heard about the atmosphere and, and obviously, like you said, a, a very well-known pulsing place pretty much every homestand that, you know, you might be a little tempted to, hey, let's go down there and try to represent a little bit and and if, if nothing else, just to, to see it for yourself and see one of Notre Dame's better teams in the 21st century. But I, I would still imagine that uh, it's, it's going to be a pretty heavy Mississippi State crowd yeah. as uh, as it normally is. I, I'm sure that you know, the Mississippi State fans themselves look at this as a you know, a matter of pride of they're going to come into this atmosphere that you know they've they've never seen before. I usually do this this kind of question with football, but we'll do it for baseball here. Tell me what what does Notre Dame have to do to win this series, and what do they have to avoid to win this series? Yeah, I think you've got to be able to match you know whatever high scoring you know, run producing output that Mississippi State would uh, be able to turn out, and we've seen all these regionals be really high-scoring games, and it, which makes it almost kind of even more remarkable that Notre Dame gave up only five runs. You're seeing all these lopsided football score finals, and seeing Notre Dame hit the ball out of the park in a weekend the ball was really carrying up itself then, uh, but to, to keep it limited. So I, I think you're going to need to see them be able to hit the ball out of the ballpark and, and have Nico Cavadis. I don't know if he can go you know, six for ten again with yeah. five homers, but uh, be able to keep up uh, the kind of run that he's on and, and become just a, a remain, I should say, a really tough out. But then I think it, you know, a lot of it boils down to that strength-on-strength strength matchup that you kind of discussed earlier. As Notre Dame really good about getting weak contact and you know, letting a really, really good defense do its job and and give those guys who pitch to contact you know, a lot less or more margin for error, per se, just understanding what's in back of you to if you're generating ground balls, but being able to do that, you know, without having Mississippi State that playing to their strength, not someone who's going to make them uh, swing and miss a lot, or for a team that's not going to swing and miss a lot, you know, being able to keep you know, a high contact team uh, with enough soft contact and, and not being able to, you know, get the bat on the ball and, and make hard contact too often. Should be a pretty interesting Super Regional. Maybe maybe the best of the bunch, to be totally honest with you, when you consider the quality of the two teams and how well they're playing uh, at, at this time of year. Patrick Engel from Blue and Gold Illustrated. Thanks so much for joining me, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely, Brian. Thanks for having me. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.